We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. We are here on a Tuesday to talk about Notre Dame's big opportunity this weekend when they take on the Clemson Tigers. Notre Dame sitting at 7-2, and two, about to kick off the final three-game stretch of their season, facing off against a Clemson team that is sitting at 4-4, four and four, which is still very strange to say. We haven't been in this area of this realm of the universe in some time, but it's a very interesting matchup. In a, in a large, in a small scope of the season, larger scope of the programs and where things are training. So we're going to break it all down. Of course, we're going to give you a Clemson preview as well. We're going to talk about who they are as a team, their schedule offensively, defensively, what they do well, what players that they're going to lean on. We're going to break all that down. We're also going to mailbag at the end. So hit those MBs in the chats. I know that you all have been here before for the most part. So MB before the question to make sure that we can understand what is a question and what is not. Want us to get our attention on this football game, folks. No more Connor Stallions talk. No more Bears making absolutely terrible trades before the deadline today. We're talking Notre Dame versus Clemson. The last really big game on the schedule, Brian, and we were talking about it before the show. This is the last one where if Notre Dame plays their best game and Clemson plays their best game, Clemson could still potentially beat you. They can, right? But the last two games are games where As long as Notre Dame doesn't just not show up, they should win their last two football games against Wake Forest and Stanford, even if those teams play their absolute best. But this is a big game. I know we're going to overlook it because it's 4-4 and Clemson. They're coming off of a bad loss against NC State. But there is, as we've watched the film over the last couple of days, still a lot of talent on this Clemson team, a whole lot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. That's the thing, Ryan. You watch these games live and you're like, you know, this, this just isn't a very good football team. But then when you really break it down, you're like, man, there's still a lot of talent there. And and they just haven't been able to put it together. You know, there's weeks where their run game is good and their pass game stinks. There's weeks their pass game looks like it's coming together and their run game can't go on. Their defense does well pretty much every week. It's a really interesting team, Ryan, because what I would say is I would phrase it like this. If, if Clemson plays their A game, and you don't play your A game, they can beat you. Meaning, like, even if you play your B-plus game, they're good enough to beat you. I think if they both play their A game, I still think Notre Dame wins, but it's going to be a great back-and-forth battle. It's not a game where you play your A game. and they Because, like, if Notre Dame played their A game last week against Pitt and Pitt played their A game, it's still a 17-20 point win, in my opinion. It, it's 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 not yeah. even close. You know, it, it, it maybe even more. It, it, if Notre Dame plays their A game and Wake Forest plays their A game, it's still a three touchdown game in my opinion you know same with Stanford and those type of teams this is a game where you play your B plus game and they play their A game they can beat you as you mentioned the next two games look guys we're going to keep it real with you the next two opponents it's just show up do your job and you're going to win now the degree to which you win is going to be determined by your focus and your execution and all that kind of stuff but those are just teams that can't beat you if you just you know just play a solid game this team, if you just play a solid game, can still beat you. And that's why this game is big. So when you talk about what's at stake for Notre Dame, Ryan, and you look at just the short, just the immediacy of the 2023 season, this is your last opponent of the regular season that can can beat you, right? right. Stanford can't beat Notre Dame. Wake Forest can't beat Notre Dame. They can win a game against Notre Dame if Notre Dame just comes out and hands them, you know, like Stanford last and they, year. They beat themselves a little bit. Right, yeah, Louisville right. to a degree. Yep. You know, they'd have yep. to even play worse than they did against Louisville, right? So it's one of those things where it's not just you can't win those, that, that they can't win those games, but it's more about Notre Dame not showing up. And, yep. and where this is a team that cannot actually beat you. Louisville was good enough to beat you. Duke was good enough to beat you. Ohio State was good enough to beat you. NC State was good enough to beat you. Notre Dame had to play well to win those games. Some of them they they did. Some of them they didn't. This is one of those games. And and so when you look at the 2023 season, Ryan, that right there is is the first thing that's at stake. You have a chance to go yep. eight and two and ensure yourself of of just keep doing what you're doing in your 10 and two. And this program's taking a step forward. It, you know, we'll people talk about well, if they would have done this, if they would have done that, all fair, but that's more of an off-season conversation. Right now, it's yep. about what can you be in 2022? And right now they can't be any better than 10 and 2. So we right. there look, we'll have January, February, March, April, May, June, and July to talk about what could have been. Now we're going to yep. talk about what needs to be. And this is the last big potential stumbling block between you finishing 10 and 2, which is a two-game improvement over last year, 
And when you look at the domination in, in which most of the wins were were achieved, that's a big step, right? And so that's kind of where where Notre Dame has a chance to be. That short term, like not big picture, just not 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 macro, but very micro. Focus on twenty three. This is a big game for Notre Dame. Somebody put it on the board, Ryan said, "Is this the biggest game of Marcus? Could, could this game have the like be the biggest of Marcus Freeman's tenure up to this point?" With the premise being. You can't change the results of what have already happened, right? right. Meaning, like, you can't go back and say, "Well, yeah, beating Ohio State would have been because you didn't." Right? It was more of, "Can this game be a program-defining win for Notre Dame?" We'll see. But what I do know is this game is going to have a a huge impact on how we perceive the twenty twenty three season. That's what I can say sure. for sure. Because yeah. you win this game, you're 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 most likely a ten and two team. Lose this game. And now you're 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 hoping you can get a bowl game. You're a bowl game loss away from being right back where you were a year ago, despite having a better team. So it's a big, big game for Notre Dame, and not one that I, I get it, guys. I know four and four, two game losing streak, lost to Duke by twenty one, a team Notre Dame beat, lost yep. to NC State, a team Notre Dame beat, lost my. I get all that, but I'm telling you guys, this is a game Notre Dame's going to have to play well because Clemson. Ryan, we're going to get the Florida State version of Clemson this weekend. I think. Like, agree, agree. They're they're gonna they're their backs are against the wall. Mm-hmm. That, you know that freaking Tyler kid from Spartanburg just handing Dabo on a silver platter. The 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 us against the world talking points that he's gonna mm-hmm. that he he thrives on that stuff, right? Yep. And now he's gonna have that to get his team fired up. Like they're all against us. Nobody think they all think we suck. They're trying to discredit us. Let's go out this week against a top 12 team. Who knows where Notre Dame is going to be ranked in the playoff and, and show them that, that this program is still whatever. You know right. that's going to be the mantra this week. So you are going to get Clemson's absolute best shot this weekend, and Notre Dame is going to have to bring it. And a win would be big. Just, yep. just looking at it 2023, we'll talk big picture in a second, but just looking at it 2023, Ryan, big, big opportunity for Notre Dame. Not, not look at your resume, beat a great team. No. Right. It's just what it would signify and the, the course it would continue to show Notre Dame to be on. Well, and I think that Marcus Freeman still has some progress and some first that he can accomplish in 2023. I mean, you talk about, again, 10 and 2 is is still not the standard. It still should have been better. There's no doubt about that. But a year after you went 8 and 4 in the regular season and then got to 9 and 4 after bowl game victory, it could be Marcus Freeman's first 10 win season, potentially. Obviously, if you beat Clemson and you're able to finish business over the last two weeks of the season. So that would be a first under Marcus Freeman, a first 10 win season. It could also, and we've talked about this a ton, if you're 10 and two and you finish up the season the way you should, Notre Dame is almost a foregone conclusion to be in a New Year six game, which again, that's the other monkey on your back. And that would be a first that we haven't seen in this program in a very long time at this point. So 2023 season, there are still things that are either Marcus Freeman firsts or things that the program hasn't accomplished in a while that would still be progress. You could still see progress out of this season. To your point, though, if you don't take care of business and you get a tough draw in the bowl game, then was there actual progress? There's a one-game progress in the regular season potentially, but like 9-4 and four is still 9-4 and four at the end of the day. So I think that there are still definitely things to gain in this 2023 season. And obviously, we'll go into the bigger picture here too, Brian, in a in a minute. But you also are going to play a Clemson team 
that is at home. We know the home field advantage that that stadium can bring for Clemson, the energy that that stadium can bring at any time of the day, guys. I know a lot of people out there are like, it's not a night game. And I get it. Trust me, I get it. At night would definitely be more of a home field advantage. There's no doubt about that. But a 12 o'clock game in that stadium is still going to be juiced. There's still going to be a whole lot of energy. Clemson is do or die at this point. I mean, you are four and four. If you fall to four and five, then it's like, dang, man, like we better figure it out down the stretch. Or we might not make a bowl game this year. Like we're in threat of that happening. So, yes, I think that Clemson is going to be desperate. Notre Dame is coming to town. We know that Dabo Sweeney respects the University of Notre Dame and that all week that his team is going to be super locked in. So you are going to get Clemson's best shot. There's no doubt. And their best shot, Brian, if they are playing up to their caliber, right? Because I know four and four on paper is bad, but the caliber of player on the team, Clemson is better than a four and four record from a talent perspective. They just aren't a very good football team right now. They're not playing up to their talent level. So if you get their best shot on Saturday, could they beat you? Yeah, they can because they have a lot of talent. They have they've lost one game in decisive fashion, but every other game has been a one score affair of their other three losses. I mean, they're a good team. They're a talented team, I should say, not a good team. You have to see how hard it was for me not to cut you off. Like I'm working on like just not, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, trying to get better at it. Even that one team that it was decisive, Clemson has the ball in the fourth quarter, first and goal at the one yard line. They score, they have a fourth quarter lead. Yep. Right. Like so, so it got away from them late. That was sure. a game, I believe Clemson led 14 seven or seven six at halftime, I believe. And then was a, a yard away from from uh, taking a lead in the fourth quarter. So even that game that was to your point decisive it, it that just goes to show like stats can be misleading because they lost by 21 to, to duke i would say that was a far more competitive game than the seven point loss to nc state where they were down big and kind of clawed back and, and never really you never thought they were going to win that game in my opinion you know maybe a couple drives late boy you get a score here but you just got thoroughly outplayed but to your point, I mean, this is a team that went toe-to-toe. I mean, go ask Florida State if Clemson's still a tough place to play in the afternoon. They're literally right? a missed State, field goal away from being the only team Florida State has lost to. Right. 29-yard field goal from a kid who just got called up to the team that week. He was getting ready to start a job in New York. You're that kid making a field goal away from Florida State being 7-1 and one right now. And Clemson being ranked because who knows what that would have done for their confidence level as a football team. Notre Dame, yeah. in my opinion, Ryan, is as I said, is going to get that version of, of Clemson. I, I, I believe agree. they're going to get that version of Clemson. And then the other part of it too, Ryan, is I, I think when you when you look at it this season, you know, we, we talked about what it means for this season. And and I think big picture it has implications as well. And and we'll get into some of the Notre Dame versus Clemson big picture implications. But to me, I want to kind of start off with, you know, what it means for Notre Dame big picture uh, implications, because I still don't know that Notre Dame has proven itself that it can consistently be a good football team on the road. And when you look at Marcus Freeman's tenure on the road, Ryan, it's, it's low hit or miss, you know, it it, it really is. And so, you know, when you look at, at, at Notre Dame, these, these past couple seasons, and you look at what they've been able to do on the road, they've got some very good road wins. You this year you beat NC State convincingly. You had to come from behind, win over Duke, but they didn't play well that game. They just had better players than Duke. That's that. I mean, you and I talked about in the post game show, Ryan. That that's that's all that game was about. Yeah. You got better players than they do. That that's the only reason Notre Dame won that game. Uh, yeah. Louisville they didn't play well at all. Got their butts kicked in the second half. 
Last year, they lost at Ohio State. They beat UNC convincingly. Good win over Syracuse, and then you lose to UNC. So right now, Marcus Freeman's 4-3 and three in true road games, meaning you yep. play the game on the campus of the opponent opposing team. I'm not counting the two Navy games or the BYU game. I'm talking about where you're playing in front of their fans, their student section, their comfort level. They woke up in their own beds, all of that type of thing. You're 4-3 and three right now. And and they, there's there's a lot to prove in that regard because right now I feel comfortable that if Notre Dame's playing at home, you're in for you're in for trouble most likely. You know, I mean, really, ever since the Stanford game, Notre Dame has just been a completely different home team. Even the game they lost to Ohio State, Notre Dame played well in that game. They did right. They didn't play well enough to beat a really good team, but that's a team right now that's got a shot to be the number one you know seed in the college football playoff in tonight's ranking. And you took them down to the wire. Notre Dame is a very good home team right now. We are still learning if they can be that kind of team on the road. There's been a big disparity between home and away since really coming out of Stanford. Yep. If you look at the entirety of Marcus Freeman's tenure, sure, it's about the same. But I, I, Notre Dame, Ryan, Notre Dame's been a way different team since Stanford. They're way different yep. team since Stanford last year. And so this is another opportunity for us, for you to show as a program, show to us as a program, that hey, I don't care where we play, the Notre Dame standard travels. Because would you agree that that has not been the case? The standard yep. doesn't always travel. The the focus, the, all of those things doesn't necessarily travel. And we're going to find I mean, out it, if uh, they can do that. I mean, it has in the last couple of games. I mean, like we talked about it. I mean, you did not. I mean, you came out okay against Duke, but then you just weren't able to put stuff away and you weren't able to finish drives and you weren't able to separate yourself from the Duke. And then Duke put you, took you down to the to the wire, obviously, when they kind of punched you in the mouth, especially in the second half. And, you know, you, you came down and there was desperation and you had to convert as fourth and 16. Like Notre Dame just – they didn't sleepwalk through Duke. I just thought they got thoroughly right. outplayed against Duke as right. far as from a technical and coaching perspective. They just got outplayed. And then Louisville happens, the other true road game of recency that we're talking about, and you got punched in the mouth from start to right. finish. I mean, so, right. yeah, you and that's also – ACC opponents on the road and all due respect to Duke and Louisville. But if you're having trouble getting energy in front of those types of teams and there's disgruntled fans or whatever, quote unquote, right. Uh, just wait until the 80,000 at Clemson stadium this weekend. When right. you're, when you are the hunted and you have a target on your back because you are a better right. team than Clemson, and they know it and they have to punch you in the mouth. And again, man, they have talent to punch you in the mouth. If they come right. out swinging, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be interesting because we haven't really seen a desperate Clemson team in a little bit, no. right? Like they've kind of been the no. they've been the front runner for a little bit now. Right. They've been that team on top. They've been kind of looking down at folks. Right now, Notre Dame is the hunted. Clemson's not the hunted right. for Notre Dame right now. Notre Dame is the hunted from Clemson. They this want is to the season saving win for them. This is the yeah, season exactly. season salvaging win for them. You know, when you look yep. at what Clemson has left on their schedule, Ryan. To your point, if you lose to Notre Dame. You know, you look at your four and five, your next three games are home against Georgia Tech. Okay, maybe should be a win, but here's what I know. I'm going to play the transitive property just a little bit, right? That's a team that just beat Miami at Miami, something Clemson could not do. And then you've got a home game against North Carolina. You never know what to expect from the Tar Heels. And then you play at South Carolina, who's struggling right now, but, you know, so is Clemson. And, and, and where's Clemson's headspace at if they lose this football game? 
Like if Clemson wins this game this week uh, against Notre Dame this weekend, I think they run the table. If they lose, they could be in trouble. And and that's something yep. that we'll discuss here in a little bit, Ryan. But if you lose this game, you're four and four on the road in the last like in true road games the last two seasons. That that's a bad sign. If you win, yep. however, you're five and three, and you've won, you know, what be five of your last seven. Right, because you you go back to the Ohio State game, and you'd be three and four in the road this this season against true road teams, all ACC teams. By the way, Notre Dame got stuck with four road games against ACC opponents this year. You go three yep. and one on the road, and it signifies, especially if Notre and look, even if Notre Dame only wins, like if Notre Dame wins by a field goal or a touchdown, because Clemson brings it, and it's just a two talented teams battling. I'm fine with that. Like I don't have like if yep. you don't win by seventeen, win. Right, that's all. Yes. Win. This I'd like to win. see him play. <laughs> right, I'd like to see him play well. But yep. if they play well, as I said earlier, in my view, if Notre Dame plays their A game and Clemson plays their A game, I think Notre Dame wins. But it's a battle. It's a battle. It's going to be a competitive game. That's all. Just get that W. This is one of those games, Ryan, where it's like survive in advance for me. Right, you got yep. another bye week coming up. If you know, if, if leave it all on the table, coach. Right, physically and all that kind of stuff, because you got another bye week coming up. And if you win this game, all of a sudden, you're you're you've truly taken off from that team that had their backs against the wall because Clemson is now in the situation I believe Notre Dame was as their from a headspace standpoint, right? Where Notre Dame had played three really physically tough games in a row, emotionally tough games in a row, and and just you lost two of the three Notre Dame had. Clemson's in a situation where they've played three really tough games in a row. They had a, a yep. tough game against Wake Forest at home. Then they lost two in a row on the road at Miami and North Carolina State. Again, two out of your last three. You're tired. You're fatigued. Your your backs are against the wall. The aspirations you had coming in the season have been pretty much eliminated. So how do you respond? Notre Dame responded incredibly well. They responded by beating their next two opponents 106 to 27. You yeah. have to be prepared if you're a Notre Dame football team to get that type of response from Clemson. Now, sure. the difference is, is Notre Dame's better than USC and, and, and Pitt, where they can take those blows, punch back, and still win. But you have right. to be prepared for that team to show up. You have to be prepared for the Florida State version of Clemson to show up today that yep. played tough in the trenches, that made big plays on both sides of the ball and took a really good football team down to the wire. And if Notre Dame can face that and win that, that's a great sign for Notre Dame. And it yeah. really gives them some momentum. And for the second year in a row, you're going to finish your season off on a very strong note. And it'll show again that Notre Dame can truly turn the corner from adversity. Not for a short period of time, just a couple games, you beat up teams you're better than. But then you go play a team that can physically punch you in the mouth, which Pitt and USC couldn't do, and you go back again, right? Take yeah. that punch and keep charging. And that's what I want to see from Notre Dame. And if they can do that, they're going to win this football game, right? I have no doubt about that. I really don't. But it's going to be a battle. That's the thing yeah. that, I, that I would say. I, I mean, because, I, 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 guys, I know that some people are just going to – overlook Clemson and just be like they're four and four they just are coming off a bad loss to NC State they're not a good football team and I understand why our minds go there but I also think if we 
if we just ignore the like we can't just ignore the context of the schedule though is like the simple fact of yes they have a, a couple bad losses and a couple close losses but to your point brian they also did take florida state who is in contention to be in the playoff this year down to the wire and i would argue they probably should have won that football game in regulation i would argue that they were winning and then Florida State scored later, and then they came back and and had a game-winning field goal that wasn't very far of a field goal either. They had a chance, multiple chances, to win that football game against Florida State. So, yes, this is not a vintage Clemson team. This is a very volatile Clemson team because from a week-to-week perspective, yeah. you don't know 100% which team you're going to get or at least which version you're going to get. But this will still be a, a big victory for me because – Getting to eight and two and having a clear path to ten and two and then a New Year six bowl that still matters, guys. We can shake our heads and be like championship or bust, but like that still matters in the current state of Notre Dame football that hasn't won a New Year six bowl since when? When was the last time? I mean, we talk about these kids that we want to win championship. Ninety four, January first, nineteen ninety four. They beat yep. Texas A and M. I think it was twenty four to twenty. No, twenty eight to three. I yep. believe is is was the score of that game. It was um. It was the uh, the end of the 1993 season, yes. so that is the last time that Notre Dame, last time Notre Dame beat a team on a new in a New Year's actually it was 24-21. 28-3 was the year before. 24-21. Kevin McDougal was your was your quarterback the last time Notre Dame won a New Year's Six Bowl, right? And and, and like you can talk about about Clemson, Ryan, is somebody in the chat, you know, saying, you know, Clemson's terrible. And I, I can understand why people think that because they look at who they lost to and they look at the record and that's totally, it's fair. I think sure. being, you know, it's fair. But my point is if, if the, if the team that shows up against Florida state shows up the rest of the way, this is a six and two ranked football team. Right. Right. That's a fact. It's a six and two ranked football team. And now there's something even, I mean, they're And the point is, Okay, but they didn't do that. They didn't bring that week after week. And that's the point you were making, Ryan, that volatility is you don't know what you're going to get from Clemson week after week. Are you getting the, the team that barely beat Wake Forest? Or are you getting yep. the team that 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 took Florida State down to the wire and honestly should have won that football game? Which version are you getting? That's why and Notre Dame has to focus on – Notre Dame has to anticipate we're going to get their best shot. And I – if – look, these kids – grew up in an era on Notre Dame's team, grew up in an era where Clemson was the dominant team, if at, at best, at worst, the co-dominant team of these kids' lives, along with right. uh, Alabama. Most of the kids from Notre Dame were either in middle school or high school when Clemson won their two titles. Right. right? And so they're they're gonna be they're gonna know they're gonna still see Clemson and know, hey guys, this is still Clemson, right? And and we they're, need to bring it. You can't be thinking about 35-14 last year or four and four. Right. You got to expect their best shot. Right. There's name recognition to this game, which obviously when we get to the bigger picture, Brian, like recruiting <laughs> recruiting pulse that can kind of move forward there and just kind of because again, I think that we forget because there, you know, we do have some older guys in the chat as far as like being in the golden area of Notre Dame football, and they lived it, right? They saw national championships, they saw Heisman Trophy winners, they saw it all. But what we're forgetting is that this Notre Dame team in 2023 is filled with 18 to 24 year olds that have no idea what that feels like, right? They weren't alive when you won your last New Year's Six Bowl. They weren't alive when you won your last national championship. They weren't alive your last Heisman Trophy winner. This team still needs to feel that, right? They need still need to feel that type of success, feel what that tastes like, right? And getting, again, to 10-2, and two, 
and potentially winning a New Year's Six Bowl is big for this version of this Notre Dame yes. team because then going into next year, it's like Jaden Greathouse and your, whoever your starting quarterback is and offensive linemen coming back and Xavier Watts maybe coming back and Benjamin Morris coming back. They know what success feels like. They know what that tastes like, and that right. urges you typically, the great teams, to the next step, right? The next step, the next step. So there's a lot on the line for the rest of this year, and particularly and this weekend. Let's talk even bigger picture now, Ryan, and finish yep. this conversation up with an even bigger picture conversation. And where where I'm going to come from on this, Ryan, I'm not jumping ahead yet, right? Am I on track of, 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 of this one? Yeah, you're good, yep. You know, bigger picture – you know, are we going to learn about this football team? Can they be consistent? Can they, you know, can they roll? Can they really string together kind of games? All that kind of stuff, which we've yep. which we've discussed. Can they go on the road and win? Those are all important big picture things as well, not just for 2023, but even bigger picture specifically to Notre Dame and Clemson. Notre Dame is trying to get here. It's the top of the it's the top of the mountain. Yep. To get to the top of the mountain, you have to overcome certain teams that are ahead of you right now. You had a chance to do that against Ohio State and you missed it, right? And and I know moral victory, all that. Uh, there are you're at the point now where there aren't moral victories anymore. You came yeah. up short, but you you know you are close. With the struggles that Clemson has had, been combined with the fact that like overall, like just this season, combined with the fact that a win this weekend for Notre Dame means you've won three out of four against Clemson, and that to me would signify that you have now passed them as a program. And I think there's also, and this may not be something that the team feels, and I don't know that it's something that Marcus Freeman would feel. I hope that he does. I hope that there's people around Marcus Freeman that have been at Notre Dame long enough to explain to him the bigger picture aspects of what this game means for Notre Dame and Clemson, because Clemson's dynasty, according to their head football coach. Now, I actually disagree with that. I actually think their their dynasty began in, in 2013. You know, when they when they had that really good 11-2 season and beat Ohio State and then come out in 2014 and you finally beat South Carolina. And you know, I think that was the build to 2015. They view the Notre Dame game as the game that put them on the map where Clemsoning was killed. The Clemsoning yeah. phrase, all that stuff was was done away with. You could no longer do it. And that 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 Dabo has Coach Sweeney has argued that set them off to where they then went on the run beat Florida State that year, beat South Carolina that year. Remember, South Carolina back then still had Steve Spurrier, and they had beaten Clemson five years in a row, usually convincingly, and and then went on and played Bama toe-to-toe for 60 minutes, came up short, come out the next year, and win a national championship. And then two years later, or a year later, you're back in the playoff. A year after that, you win another championship. year after that, you're playing in the title game. year after that, you're back in the college football playoff. And even their struggles of the last two season, they, seasons, they won 21 football games, right? This is still a good football program. You have a chance to knock them completely down to where you can now say, we are better than you now. Because this season, we talked about this during the preseason, right? This season moves us out of the, it's been five years since Clemson won. It's now been six years since Clemson won their six seasons since Clemson won their title. So when we're talking about who the best programs are next year, why did we include Clemson head in Notre Dame this past year? Because we looked at it as a five-year, five-season span. So 22, 21, 20, 19, 18. If you go to 19, 20, 21, 22, and 23, guess what? Guess how many wins Clemson has over Notre Dame in that span? 
zero, right? Yeah. And so now all of a sudden you can say, hey, we have passed this program. And I think it's also symbolic for, for the Notre Dame program to be able to say that because, Ryan, you and I, when we're talking about recruiting, Clemson is still a team we see listed a lot yeah. for Notre Dame. There's still a lot of kids that Notre Dame has lost to Clemson. There's still kids yeah. on that Clemson roster right now that you say Notre Dame wanted that kid, and boy, if they had him, you know, insert what we think Notre Dame would be right now. You right. start putting them behind you, like it, to where you're now the better program, where you now start winning some of those battles. That's the kind of thing that Notre Dame needs to keep chopping away at those teams until they get to the top. So there's that's also at stake this weekend. Plus, it would be really I don't know, ironic. I don't know if that's the proper word to use here, but you have a chance to be the team that Clemson attributes to the beginning of their rise, and you have the team that can put the final nail in the coffin of that Clemson dynasty. And I think a Notre Dame win this weekend at Clemson, dropping them to four and five, pretty much does that. Unless Dabo yeah. can do a complete reboot. It, whereas if Clemson wins, then they're, 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 the plug hasn't been pulled yet. They're still on life support, but the plug hasn't been pulled yet. Notre Dame yeah. has a chance to 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 end it this weekend, in I'm, my opinion. I'm trying to think of what that word would be. I mean, it's like poetic, maybe po- poetic. Yeah, I mean, poetic you know, work. Poetic co- could definitely you know, work. Cosmic, you know, car, car, I don't know, like what the word would be, but yes, poetic would be one of those. Yeah, you know. yeah, po- poetic's a good one. It's it's it was meant to be, right? It's it's like it's. Yeah, yeah, I, I think poetic works for that because that that would be a very interesting sequence. Notre Dame starts it on the wrong end. Notre Dame finishes on the better end, obviously. And right. you mentioned recruiting, Brian. I mean, just in my couple years here now with Irish Breakdown, I mean, we've seen it a couple times, right? Like we saw Ronan Hannafin in 2023, a guy that Notre Dame really wanted, wide receiver out of the state of Connecticut or state of Massachusetts, excuse me. We saw just 2025 already. Notre Dame really liked Gideon Davidson early on in this process, the running back, and he ends up picking Clemson as well. They were looking at the quarterback. Uh, the what was the kid's name that played with Preston Zinter, the quarterback? Yeah, the kid there. from um, from Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that they liked in the twenty. Now it ended up working out well for Notre Dame. Yes, it did. With, but Notre uh, Dame was going to give that kid a serious look. Kid, yeah. 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 yeah, like Hebert, they were going to give that kid a serious look, and then he picked Clemson, obviously. Right. So didn't pique his interest quite enough in, in order to kind of slow down that recruitment towards Clemson there. So we have seen Clemson still win a couple of these recently, but I think from the recruiting side of it, from this big stretch, is that you are starting to win more and more of those battles over the last couple of years. I feel like, you know, Notre Dame winning with guys like Sullivan Absher last year, for instance, like that was a big victory over Clemson mm-hmm. for, for, you know, for just one example. But as you continue to win more of those battles and the on the field shows that Clemson is no longer, I don't even want to say big brother, but like they are the superior program that you can put that all stuff, that stuff to rest, right? Because that's always been the, that was the the pitch for us for a few years there, right, Brian? Is that like Clemson's yeah. competing for national championships? They are relevant. They are college football relevant. They're competing for playoff bursts. They're the the champ of the ACC every single year. Just about right. they, they had that name power to them, and Notre Dame has a chance to end that name power. Here's another thing, Ryan. You know, we we sometimes when we look at these things, we first rightly we first look at the battles between Notre Dame and that team, right? And and then it then it can shift. 
a little bit, right? You know, you talked about Ronan Hannafin. Then it's not just, okay, what about the teams that, that the players that they beat you for? But then it gets into, can you now put yourself in the ball game for guys that they landed that wouldn't give you the time of day that you offered? And, and a perfect example is last year's Clemson class. How are we feeling about Notre Dame's 2023 recruiting class if they got Peter Woods or Vic Burley, who are yeah. dudes, right? Now, yes. they didn't offer Tamorian Parker. I don't know if he didn't have the grades or if it wasn't a fit or he was already committed to Penn State, so they didn't make a run at him or not. But I know they offered Peter Woods and tried to recruit him. He wasn't interested. And he goes to Clemson. I know they offered Vic Burley, tried to recruit him. He wasn't interested. You know Why? Because Clemson is still perceived as that program that can go out and compete for a championship. You combine a win over Clemson with a beatdown of USC and the fact that you can look at them and say, hey, guys, Ohio State was one play better than us. That's it. Right. Right? Now – you could say that's spin. Yes, it is spin, but there's also merit to that spin. It's not you're not making it up out of out of whole cloth, right? You can say, hey, look, we had we had chances to win that game. We didn't make the plays they did, so we're not there yet. But with you, we get there, right? The next Vic Burley. Hey, if you're there, that quarterback doesn't have time on third and 19 to make that play, right? That's the selling point, right? Hey, if you're a big time safety that otherwise wouldn't give us a look, man, if we had you at safety, you know, and you don't say it quite like this, but they know. Right, man, I, I would have made that play. I would have made that play. Notre Dame beats Ohio State, and they're in the college football playoff. And so it's also that. It's not just, okay, now you can beat Clemson head-to-head, but now you get on the radar because it's a compilation of, of this win plus the USC win plus other things, you know, where you're now on the radar of these of these kids where it's, it's not just, you know, maybe the next time Christian Wilkins comes along, he does a, a, a private school kid from Connecticut – who's a very high academic kid, great student. I mean, kid in five years got, what, two degrees at Clemson? I I think he graduated in two and a half at his first degree. Right. And, and, you know, a kid that would be a great fit at Notre Dame, why did he go to Clemson? Wanted to compete for championships. And at the time, Notre Dame was a team that was eight and five. They had the one 12-0 season, but everything else was eight and five, eight and five, nine and four, eight and five. I mean, he wasn't going to go there. Now, all of a sudden, maybe the next Christian Wilkins that comes along that otherwise might go to Clemson, maybe he now comes to Notre Dame. That's why this game matters big picture for Notre Dame. It's not just about you know en- ending the Clemson Clemson dynasty so us fans can pound our chests and feel good about it. There's practical reasons why doing so or being the per- team that's perceived to do that can have that kind of implication. Because a week before the yeah. Notre Dame-USC game, everybody's, oh, Caleb Williams, Heisman frontrunner, and Notre Dame just broke USC. They broke Clemson last year. You just have to not allow them to revive themselves in this game, right? I yep. mean, Clem- what did I what did I have it? Clemson since since the Notre Dame game, Clemson is seven and six. They were undefeated coming into that game. They were what eight and zero, I believe eight and zero coming into that game, yeah. Ryan. So and hard. they've coming. And if you include that game, they're seven and seven. But they're seven and six since that game, and that was really the only game where Clemson just got destroyed. Even the bowl yep. game, 31-14, we talked about this yesterday, I believe. They missed like three field goals, faked a field goal, another one didn't get it. Like that was a much closer football game than 31-14. to But Notre Dame physically beat Clemson's butt. That hadn't yep. really happened to them before. The closest thing that you could say was maybe the Ohio State game in 2020, but I still think that was an athlete game, just like the LSU game in 2019. Those were athlete games. Notre Dame broke Clemson's will in my opinion, last year. And they haven't been the same. Now you have a chance to end it. And and ending it doesn't just hurt Clemson. It helps Notre Dame. 
And that's why, you know, now that does shouldn't matter to Sam Hartman. That shouldn't matter to Joe Alton and Howard Cross and Benjamin Morrison and J.D. Bertrand and Xavier Watts. shouldn't matter to them at all. But yep. to Marcus Freeman and the recruiting staff, that yes. absolutely needs to matter because that's what you're selling coming out of that game. Talking to, you know, I'm hey, Ivan Taylor, guess what, man? This is what this is who we are now. You know, hey, hey, Bryce Davis, who's from North Carolina, who's looking at Clemson because they're local. Yeah, you can stay close to home and, you know, be part of that program. Or yeah. you can come up here and compete for a championship. Like, when was the last time their name could say that about in a battle against Clemson? Against right. Clemson. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I always just think about more players like Isaiah Campbell, who's another Carolina kid, where it's like, hey, yeah. buddy, like, why, why don't you come up north? Because the yeah. other implication is it's not only just a name brand of Clemson, but we're also talking about a school in South Carolina. This is a Southern school, right? Like I don't always say Southern schools. People just usually think about just SEC schools, but Clemson still counts there, right, folks? So like Clemson's going to have state power, not only in the Carolinas, but like Georgia, all the way down to Florida. Like those kids are, are high on Clemson as far as what they have been and what they can sell and them being a Southern school as well. So they have all those implications ready for them on the recruiting side of things. I actually like that this is an away game that we're talking about right here because you are going to be in front of that demographic, that level of fan base, that just type of players that you were targeting because we have seen already 2025, two Florida kids already committed in the 2025 class, a big-time quarterback from the state of Mississippi, a pass rusher from Alabama, a running back from Arkansas. You want to continue that trend? You beat the Southern schools like Clemson on their home turf and show that you have surpassed them as a football yep. team, there's a lot at stake there yep. from a recruiting side. There's hey, no doubt. Hey, uh, next time Sammy Brown comes along, yeah. next time Ricardo Jones comes along, right, guys in the 24 class. Hey, man, Sammy, this is what you missed out on. This is what you could have been a part of. And, and Sammy right? and Sammy likes Notre Dame, right? But it was just yeah. like, why would I leave the South to go to Notre Dame? Why would I do yeah, that? Yeah, I can go what, up what, to Notre Dame and compete for a championship, but I can just stay about 120 miles away from home and stay here and compete for a championship. Right. Exactly. It's like I can go to Clemson or I can go to Georgia. Why would I go up to South Bend, Indiana? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I don't, I don't right. blame him necessarily for that thought no. process. I really don't. Right. But you've got to show yourself that, no, no, guys, there's something different here. And this is the kind of game that can can mean that. So, yes. b- big picture, short term, Ryan, all of it has it, it's it's a big game for Notre Dame, and I, and 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 I can just I can tell by some of the responses in the chat. And I'm not trying to I'm not calling the chat out. It's 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 at all. But you can I think I think there are some people that just look at the record and just ah just another mediocre team. They 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 are to a degree, right? You're you are who, what your record says you are when it's all said and done. Right. Yeah, we're talented, but you're still not a good team right now. Notre Dame needs to make sure that happens. But this is a big win, a a big excuse me, not a big win. It's a big opportunity for Notre Dame that goes beyond just you beat a four and five football team, which is what they would be if you win that game. There's much more to it, much bigger stakes here for Notre Dame uh, than than just that win. And that's why that's why this is a huge, huge game for Notre Dame. Huge game huge. for Notre Dame and a huge opportunity for Sam Hartman, too, if you want to kind of get big picture, because this is a kid who hasn't been able to beat Clemson in his career. And, he's, for three. and he's isn't he from South Carolina? Or he's he from, from North, North Carolina? Carolina. He's from North he's Carolina. From North he's Carolina. Carolina kid still, yeah. regardless. So he knows. He knows. So, yeah. yeah. So he has an opportunity there. Obviously, Notre Dame has a big opportunity just in general. 
And again, I go back to my my main point earlier, Brian, before we transition into talking about Clemson, the team that we see on the field and what they bring to the table, is that for Notre Dame, this current Notre Dame team, the players especially that are going to be back in 2024, they, they have a chance to end this thing down the stretch, beating Clemson, maybe winning a New Year's Six Bowl, and tasting something that Notre Dame hasn't tasted in a long time, and they certainly haven't tasted in their lifetime. So big opportunity down the stretch here for Notre Dame. There's no doubt. From a small, from a smaller scope, from a larger yeah. scope, a lot to gain for the Notre Dame program. This week it starts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.